2: Soy Denise Salcedo y ahorita están mirando Fight for Wrestling. Vamos a platicar sobre Triple Manía 29. Ta-da! Hey guys, it's Denise Salcedo. So I wanted to trick everybody and make them think that I was going to do this in this show entirely in Spanish. Um, but I'm not going to do this show in Spanish. I'm going to do this show in English BTW. But I wanted to throw a P. Pe- I wanted to swerve the people for a minute there. But guys, uh, thank you guys so much for hopping into Fightful Wrestling. Today we are going to be talking about Triple Mania 29. And it was a pretty, uh, pretty exciting show top to bottom lots of action and a couple of surprises that were very exciting that i cannot wait to get into and talk about here today but before we get started guys uh everybody's asking me why i'm not doing this show in uh in spanish oh heck no guys like uh, my spanish is good but it's not great for a whole hour to do the entire show uh either way guys i want to thank you guys so much for joining into this stream uh so much to talk about i'm happy that i I get to be on here to talk about lucha i was so excited when sean officially approved that i got to do this show as you all know i was uh, bugging him about it and then finally i got the yes so here i am let's make it worth it everybody I do want to let you guys know that, as you all know, the Fightful style of these shows is very interactive. So whenever you guys can, please make sure to send in a super chat at any point throughout this show, because um, I will be reading your thoughts and your comments uh, if you send them in in a super chat. And also, uh, Sean Ross Sap will definitely cancel me and my future shows if I don't get any super chats. <laughs> um, but we're going to go ahead and get rolling, everybody, because we had a very fun show Overall, I'm going to start off by saying that this was probably the most organized triple mania that I have ever seen. And by that, if you guys have watched other triple manias in the past and you guys have seen triple A in general, you guys will know that it's kind of always like uh, it's always a hot mess. Things are always happening. Uh, different things are always happening down on the show. So you really never know what to expect but we got so much to get into so let's go ahead and do this everybody we are gonna kick things off with uh the opening match which was the marvel lucha libre edition expedition so as you guys know i think maybe i'll oh, got like a year ago a couple months ago i'm trying I'm forgetting the time frame here uh but triple a essentially announced that they were doing like this licensing partnership with marvel and that was pretty exciting to hear so What they did is they created a lot of original characters, original Lucha characters that are based off of Marvel characters themselves. So they're based off of, you know, your very obvious, like Spider-Man, Captain America, Hulk, all of those. But they gave them uh, these new names. So we did have this match today. This was kind of a a meaningless match, but it was fun. And also it was a very nice promotion, collaboration, whatever you want to call it, between three playoffs. And Marvel. But before we get to that, we got our first two uh super chats of the day. So thank you so much to Anthony Down Under, who says, um, quote, thank you for all your explanations tonight. I'd never watch and it really helps so much. I was so happy, guys. So if you followed me on Twitter throughout this, I was posting like as much as I could because I know that a lot of people, especially a lot of my audience, because you guys know that I mainly cover, you know, AEW and WWE. You guys already know me for that, but I know that a lot of people aren't necessarily familiar with like triple A and CMLL and all of that type of stuff. So I wanted to make sure to, you know, to be a resource, to be of some help for you guys all. And I did see a lot of people that appreciated it. uh, Anthony being one of them. So thank you so much. Uh, That means a lot to me. Um, We got another super chat from Mike Proventure too, who says, quote, how are we as a society still so bad at cutting wrestlers hair in the ring? Question mark. Also can Andrade start going by Andrade flair, please. Um, I did not expect Ric Flair to be appearing here tonight. We will get into that because I am going to run through this show chronologically, but when people were were saying that they thought Ric Flair was going to be an option when Andrade said that somebody else was going to come out with him, I was like, I don't think so. I I mean, I, I... I wanted to see it, but I didn't think that it was going to happen. So color me uh, shocked for sure with that. We got another super chat from that one guy I know who says, quote, didn't get a chance to watch. Just wanted to show my support. Uh, Thank you so much to that one guy. I know I will. uh, Even if you didn't watch, um, I will be letting you guys know what would happen and what you guys missed if you didn't watch. Also, guys, huge shout out today to at Lucha So we were not, if you're outside of Mexico, you were not going to be able to watch the show today. However, thanks to at LuchaBlog, we were able to watch the show. If it wasn't for him, uh, you know, doing what he did to get that Twitch stream going, uh, we would not have been able to do this uh, show here tonight. So first of all, uh, thank you so much to Lucha Blog for that. We got another super chat. This one is from Brian Mahoney, who says, you are super amazing, Denise. Huge fan of yours and appreciate you covering the show. Thing I learned is I need to learn Spanish. Love the promo. But Mira Brian Mahoney, si quieres aprender español, bien conmigo, porque yo sí te enseño a hablar el español, pero, pero el español de los Estados Unidos, okay? porque yo no lo hablo perfe- perfecto como los, uh, los que vienen de México. <laughs> um, anyways, thank you so much to Brian Mahoney. We got another super chat from Kazuyas uh, Clay, who says, I appreciate you covering this. I grew up watching AAA and it was my childhood and I don't think Triple A gets the recognition. It really deserves. I second this. I really, really do second this Uh, i think that a lot of people watch today's show uh, that normally don't watch because they wanted to see what was going to go down with andrade and kenny omega how and so there that brought uh, a lot of new eyeballs a lot of new viewers to the show but if you grew up watching triple hour you watch sporadically uh i think that You know, obviously you were going to tune in either way because it's triple mania. So uh, thank you so much to uh, Kaisus Clay for sending in this super chat. All right, guys. So here we go. Uh, Let's get back to that opening match that we had here, which was the Marvel Lucha Libre Edition Expedition. So the one thing that I, okay, so you had, let me first start off by telling you guys who was in the match. Uh, We had Team Leyenda Americana versus Team Terror uh, Purpura. And essentially what you had here, again, like I mentioned, was a lot of these um, lucha characters based on Marvel characters. And underneath the mask and all of that were a lot of talents, that you all know about uh, so we had brian cage who was obviously terror purpura which is uh, based off of thanos Thanos, and then we had Venanoive who was black taurus and then we had picadora lethal who was sexy star we had uh versus the uh we had estrella cosmica who was lady maravilla we had Arakno, who was hijo del vikingo, and then we had Leyenda Americana, who was Octagon Jr. So this was very complicated. As I was writing down my notes, I would write their real names, and then at other moments, I would write the character that they were doing through this. So while I was, you know, t- watching this match, one of the things that I do want to bring up because I, I, it just makes more sense to me. So in Mexico, you have so much talent. You have a lot of independent, a lot of local talent that is you know uh unknown yet there's still a lot of unknown talents that you know are trying to get their foot in their door are trying to break out and have that you know breakout moment so one of the things that I do think that Triple H should do uh, going forward is I do not think that they should put like these known names underneath these characters like you shouldn't I mean I get it Brian Cage has like this big size so I can see why you would put Brian Cage in all of this but I really do think that they should actually utilize some of the talent that is that you know your local independent talent to take on these roles so a they can actually have a possible breakout character and b so that you don't have a lot of the talent that you had today having to essentially have two matches in one night so I do think that they should uh, uh maybe put new people underneath these characters I think it would work a lot better uh but either way this match was really fun and if there was anything that you learned from today is that we definitely need to keep seeing Brian K- and Thoudous as a tag team because they are phenomenal together and obviously they paired up later on in the night which we'll talk about in just a second Uh, but this match here guys I mean it it rocked okay first of all you had vikingo who was arachno he had this fantastic entrance he did the you know the Shawn michaels entrance coming up from the rafters uh, except because he's doing the spider-man-esque style he comes down upside down in that spider-man pose so it looked really cool it took a little while for him to get there but obviously it's better to take your time and be safe with it and then to have it essentially be rushed so i really like the way that they had arachno who was hijo del el, hijo essentially doing this um this match here also vikingo literally did not even try to hide whatsoever that he was vikingo underneath this mask he was literally doing all of the moves that uh, we all love and appreciate from vikingo so that was really really awesome uh we then had um we then had a a Hulk coming out and this ended up being uh, underneath the Hulk mask, underneath the Hulk character was Murder Clown. So that was there. Uh, In the end, uh, we did see Leyenda Americana win. Uh, Good match, guys. Again, this was really a nothing match in terms of the meaning of it, but it was fun to see these characters and who was underneath them. So overall, a pretty nice opener for the show. We got a super chat from Ryan Lambert. Thank you so much to Ryan who said, Triple A did the Marvel crossover last year as well. I watched a show with my girlfriend who's an Aussie, so I had to translate stuff for her. Uh, Yeah, and I would say that this one was definitely better, I think, than what they did last year. I kind of felt like this one was... uh, uh, it just felt, I liked it more. I liked it a whole lot more. So thank you so much to Ryan Lambert for sending in the super chat. Um, David Paredes makes a joke says thank you, Denise. That was better Spanish than the AEW Spanish commentary. I haven't heard the AEW Spanish commentary. So to be honest, I can't even comment on that whatsoever. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um Overall good stuff there guys. We're going to go ahead and move on cuz we do got plenty more to talk about here today. But as a reminder as we cor as we jump into the next matches and the next segments etc send in your super chats and as they correlate to what we're talking about just so that we're all organized you know Sean didn't want to get me somebody extra to help me run super chats here because you all know that I got to work extra harder here on Fightful anyways we got our second match of the night which was the um for the Copa Bardal uh you get yourself a nice cup it's essentially a rumble match every 45 seconds you get a new guy coming in you can win by pinfall Submission or over the top rope, which kind of led to a couple of talents uh, eliminating themselves because they would do these high flying maneuvers and they would end up essentially eliminating themselves. But this was a this was a pretty fun match, guys. And I think that if you're new uh, to Triple A or maybe you don't keep up with it as much, this was a really good way to get an introduction to a lot of the talents that they have and kind of figure out like, hey, which of these guys are you going to start to see a little bit more? of, you know, in the, uh, you know, in U.S. promotions because obviously you're bound to see and have already seen a couple of these guys here. But we got a super chat. This one is from El Rey Velez. Thank you so much to El Rey Velez who says, quote, I don't understand why Kenny Omega lost to Christian Cage, but he beat Andrade El Idolo. Make the Adam... Make the Adam Page story less irritating to me personally. Saludos, Denise, desde Alaska. First of all, hell yeah, we got people watching from Alaska. That is incredible. Uh, secondly, we will get to that. That it is going to be later on in the show. Um, But I kind of have a feeling that a lot of people... Without going into too much detail just yet, I have a feeling a lot of people were very surprised by the fact that Kenny Omega uh, did not lose uh, his championship here tonight. I think based on the story that we are seeing, play out as of late on AEW and Dynamite and Rampage and all of that with Christian Cage winning the Impact title. I do think a lot of people were expecting this sort of downfall for Kenny and for him to lose the title here today. So that was surprising. However, we will get into that uh, in just a bit. But thank you so much to El Rey Velez for sending in these uh, this comment here. And we got a comment from Jay Trejo, who I want to point out because uh, Jay Trejo points out that these matches are always fun and yeah they are because like i said you get all of these different guys coming in here and they all get a chance to do some cool stuff so here we go uh the first entrance that we had was uh misty says jr so btw guys what i'm gonna do for this match is i'm just gonna go over the guys who came in uh give you a little bit of information on these guys and then talk about some of the uh, major moments of this so first and foremost the first entrant was misty says jr uh bandito's brother then we had carta brava jr he's essentially part of poder del norte which you also saw uh later on in this show but essentially Poder del Norte is they're one of the best uh, trios in Mexico. So they're kind of a big deal. And they're essentially those guys that whenever they're in the ring with somebody, they're going to make them look even better. So that's kind of a little bit of a background there. Uh, The third entrant that we had was Aramis, a good young high flyer, uh, very entertaining. He actually had some of the most entertaining spots throughout this entire match. In fact, for me, Aramis was definitely um the highlight for me during this match but he's been booked in a couple of u.s indies uh fourth entrant we had Tito Santana not the WWE Tito Santana uh, no relation to that Tito Santana and he is also part of that trio with uh, Poder del Norte after that we had Drago uh, some of you guys may be a little bit more familiar with Drago and then we had Niño Hamburguesa come out uh, Niño Hamburguesa is super over uh, how can you not love Niño Hamburguesa? Uh, then we had Mocho Cota Jr and he is also part of Poder del Norte, um... During this, because Triple A being Triple A, we had two unofficial members come in here, which were uh, Superfly and La Parca Negra. Uh, They came in during this match, but they weren't official uh, participants, though. After this, we had Mr. Iguana, we had Pimpinela, and uh, we had Viano Tres Jr. coming out, Uh, Mamba, and Argenis was the last entrant. So it was a total of 12 people. Some good moments during this match or not so good moments of this match. Uh, we did see RMS eliminate himself after he did a dive to the outside. Uh, we did see Nino Amurguesa do a really cool cannonball. In terms of it being really cool, it's just impressive because of his size and all of that. We even saw Nino Amurguesa go to the top rope at some point. Obviously, you're going to mark for that. Misty says Junior also eliminated himself too because he ended up doing a Spanish fly, uh, eliminating himself as well. So, The final two men were, um, the final two men were Carta Brava Jr. from Poder El Norte and Mr. Iguana. So in the end, we had Mr. Iguana win this Copa. And essentially, I was really happy to see Mr. Iguana win. And the reason for this is, um, essentially, you have a lot of people that are always trying to be your next Ray Phoenix, your next Penta, you know, that type of luchador. But Mr. Iguana is somebody that is doing something different. He's bringing something different to the table, Uh, you know, bringing this life forward of the Iguana and all of that. And so this was actually a pretty big deal for him, a pretty big win. Uh, I thought this was a really good moment for him. And I hope that, you know, after winning this, he's sort of seen as um, somebody a little bit higher up on that roster. However, before we get to the post-match stuff, because a lot went down here, and I'm going to have to do a lot of uh, backstory to this next part of this, I do want to cup- read a couple of super chats that we got here. Uh, we got one from John Vask who says, um quote we need tirantes referee in the usa alowar jk that's the thing with with uh with triple a is that right away i knew that a lot of people were going to be like complaining about the referees or like at least a lot of people saying that they're not a fan of that uh we will get into that in just a second we got a super chat from mario morales who says feel good moment of the night diana Boy, oh boy, did Diana Perrazzo have a fantastic night in her career today. We will talk about that as well. We got another super chat from Ricardo, El Idolo del Distract. Del Distracción, who says watched for Kenny Andrade, enjoyed the rest. See, and that's what they had to do because like I said, they were going to get a lot of new eyeballs, a lot of people that don't normally tune into AAA. Uh, so you're going to want to, you know, put on a good show and top to bottom. Like, yeah, we had like one of the matches was pretty sloppy, but it was still very entertaining. Uh, so good stuff all around. Thank you so much to Ricardo for sending in this super chat as well. We got another one from uh, Buche Fella who says i came to you from crystal mania and let's never forget one time in a cage match vince mcmahon once gave big show a tongue punch in the fart box um thank you for bringing this up uh i appreciate you sending in the super chat and uh let's see what else we got here another super chat from aussie kingpin who says thank you denise from australia um Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I really appreciate it. Another super chat from Mike Proventure, too, who says, Isn't USA Tirantes just Rick Knox question mark? All right, guys, let's get into this. So, one of the things that happened directly after the Scopa match is essentially we had this big moment. So, give me a second because I gotta run down all of kind of what went down here. So we had the debut of the Nueva generación, Nueva Generacion Dinamita. Okay, so they came out and they attacked Mr. Iguana. So just a little backstory here. This is essentially their debut into AAA, and this is a big deal because long story short, they come from wrestling. Royalty, okay. They literally also were just main eventing last Friday's CMLL show, and as you guys all know, you don't even need to be a hardcore lucha fan to know this. But CMLL and Triple A have been having this rivalry forever, okay. Like they are very, very um, their rivalry is legit. And so this is a big deal when it comes to that. Okay, these guys are all under 30 years old. They are main event heels. Okay, you have Sansón, you have Cuartero, you have Forestero. Um, I hope I pronounced all of those names right. Uh, but either way, they are legit. Okay. So then let me kind of give you guys a little bit of uh, backstory here. So the original Dinamita brothers, they are legends. That's what I mean by then coming from wrestling royalty. They were top heels uh, when A first started. They've been top heels in UWA, A, and CMLL. Uh, Cien Caras is the father of Sanson and Cuartero, uh, the two members, two of the three members, and... He, Cien Caras, main evented Tripe Mania One against Conan. Okay, and that match did over fifty thousand. Got over fifty thousand people in that building, which is still the attendance record in Mexico. So that's just kind of to lay in a little bit of why this is such a big deal and who they come from and the family lineage and all of that. Um also so they come in and they're essentially you know cutting this promo so the promo that they essentially cut is that they're pretty much done with uh this style from triple A they basically see because okay so in Mexico CMLL is seen as the classic Lucha Libre okay they're seen as like the more serious company then you have triple A triple A is seen more as the you know the sports entertainment style more of the clownery fun type of style very you know polar opposite of cmll so they essentially you know coming from cmll to triple a they're basically saying that they're gonna you know change things here in triple a and they're gonna uh you know make it more of real lucha and they're gonna go ahead and tell the people why they're the best luchadors out there okay so we got all of that going and then after this we have um El Poder del Norte, who I just mentioned, those three guys being in the earlier match, uh, they came out and then attacked NGD and essentially... For hardcore Lucha Libre fans here, like this is a match that people have been wanting to see. Uh, this is a feud that people have been wanting to see because when it comes to trios, both of these trios are essentially top-notch in Mexico, which is why uh, this was a big moment, especially for those hardcore Lucha Libre fans. Um, then afterwards, you had La Empresa coming out, and the them essentially, La the Empresa came out they align themselves with the dinamitas and that essentially gives them instant credibility because they they didn't have a certain credibility to them but now with that now with that pairing with dinamita it gives them their uh instant credibility there so this was good stuff guys i mean in terms of people that follow the product they are definitely how all of this played out was very exciting for people so I hope you guys appreciate all of that like background uh, sort of knowledge, but we got a couple of super chats here and you guys can go ahead and send in your thoughts as we go through this. Um, We got a super chat from Jonathan Hedman who says, I just got off of work from here. Uh, 1 a.m. here. We'll watch this tomorrow, but wanted to show you some love and say, I voted for you against Luke. Uh, thank you so much to Jonathan Hedman. I really appreciate it. Uh, we got another super chat. This one is from the Cooch97, who says, Denise, happy que wrestling fans saw Triple A por la primera vez. Estoy feliz que ganó Kenny. We are hearing peligro. Uh, <laughs> peligro. <laughs> In our sleep, thanks to Hugo. Orale. Uh, thank you so much to the Cooch 97. Yeah, and I. I, it is funny to always hear him say peligro. I love it, man. I love it. And every time he does it, I laugh my ass off. It's hilarious. And I think that, again, a lot of the new viewers for today were probably like, what the hell? But it kind of sticks with you guys. I'm pretty sure a bunch of people tomorrow are going to be like peligro, peligro. Um, <laughs> we got a super chat from El Rey Vales who says, shout out to Clown for the tribute to his late father, Super Porky. Yes, and we'll get into that uh, once we get to the main event. We got another super chat from Bucha Feles who says, let's never forget how much you mean to me and the rest of us wrestling fans You helped us through a hard time, but still one time Vince McMahon once tongue-punched Paul White in a far box. All right, we got another super chat from Alexander Matic who says, Kenny had to drop the belt. Impact emergence is on Friday, August 20th, the same night as the first dance in Chicago. Um yeah, we still, God, there's so much wrestling going on that night, guys. Holy moly. I feel like everybody and their mothers is running that night. It is gonna be a very, very stressful night. Um, all right, guys. So here we go. Um, after this, let's get into this next match here. All right, guys, here we go. This match, Diana Perrazzo, holy moly, this girl. In terms of, you know, after Diana Purrazzo got released, man, from that moment to, like, now, I swear, this girl has been hustling. She's been uh, – she's definitely – She's just done so much. And tonight's match, uh, so it was essentially champion versus champion. You had uh you had Deanna Perrazzo defending her impact knockouts title. You had Fabi Apache defending the uh AAA Reina de Reinas title. And so with that being said, First and foremost, you have already this big, you know, champion versus champion match, you're putting your title on the line. Obviously, that's with that with that within itself is a big match. She's also in this match with Fabia Paché, who is literally one of the best women's wrestlers in the world, okay? And so, this match was a big deal. It felt like a big deal, and even the way that it ended even felt like an even bigger deal. Um so Fabi can wrestle pretty much any style, okay, first and foremost. This match, they kind of wrestled more of Deanna Perrazzo's style, which I really liked because they really went uh, toe-to-toe with one another. One of the things here, though, that a lot of people were sort of you know bringing up was the fact that this is where you started to see the heel referee uh, play into this match a little bit more because the heel referee, uh, El Hijo de Tirantes, was essentially tr- helping out Deonna Purrazzo, who was the heel, uh, throughout the night. So that was essentially part of the match. And I even mentioned that there, that you would see this play out during different portions of the match uh, with the heel referee. Uh, afterwards, uh um, this match essentially kind of became like a three-on-one because Diana had the referee on her side and then she also had Lady Maravilla on her corner. So they were all essentially, you know, working in their magic to kind of, you know, screw Fabio Apache over. So I really liked the story that they were telling there with this. And then afterwards, you just kind of kept seeing both uh, Fabio Apache and Diana Perrazzo just go back to back man both two solid performers and what you saw unfold was a really really nice match in the end we did see diana perrazzo win with the fujiwara arm bar and afterward she essentially not only goes home with her impact knockout championship but she now is also uh the triple arena the reina's champion and looks like we got a new bout collector here because now she essentially has two championship bouts and i think Diana, I don't know if she was crying, but it looked like she was crying during this moment. And it, I mean, I wouldn't blame her whatsoever because this was such a pretty exciting moment for her in her career. And just to be holding up those two bouts, especially after having this match with this legend and Fabia Pache, you know, in Mexico at a big show like Triple mania all of those different things factored into this. Uh, this was a really good moment. So, uh, shout out to uh, Diana for this as well. Um, but we got people. Basically saying Deanna two bouts um, on here. Uh, Deanna two bouts. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's see what else we got. People just basically saying that she really just went out there and did all of this, you know, stuff that she did. Uh, Carlos Mendes says Diana's an absolute star. That was such a good match. Really, really was, guys. I really got to give it up for them on that one there. All right, guys, so we're going to go ahead and move on. Also, friendly reminder, if you guys haven't already, uh, do not forget to follow me on Twitter and or on Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo, BTW, Sean forgot to do an overlay for me. This is what I mean, guys. I'm treated like a jobber here at Fightful. I didn't even get an overlay. I had to put this random one up. Uh, I will complain to Sean after this, but my my uh, handle at underscore Denise Salcedo, you guys can go ahead and follow me on there. Uh, if you guys want to just, you know, follow what I do. Also, FightfulSelect.com Sean Ross app is literally breaking news left and right alright if you want your your inbox flooded with breaking news pretty much every single day head on say
1: goodbye to your credit card reward over
2: to fightfulselect.com and make sure to subscribe. All right, guys, here we go. We're going to go ahead and move on because after this, guys, all right, this is literally the moment where I was marking the hell out, all right? So look, I know, look, I. where do I begin? I don't even know where to begin. I am, and I, I I, know I'm supposed to be a professional, and I am a professional, right? Professional. Um, When it comes to just Lucha matches with so many spots man that is my bread and butter guys that is what brings me joy in my life just see a bunch of cool spots you know what I'm like polar opposite of like Jim Cornette I love the spots I love them in this match had them all. But before I get to that, we got a super chat from Abucha who says, uh, Deanna has been a favorite of mine since the Taz show uh, when she talked about her uh, BJJ background. We share similar trainers in the Gracie household. Oh, I did not know about that. Thank you so much for sending in the super chat. And dude, seriously, um, <laughs> seriously, though, I can't put her over enough, guys. I really, really can't. The girl is on fire. Good for her. Um, all right, guys, so um, let's see, where am I at? All right, let's get into this. All right, so the three-way uh, tag team match for the Triple playout World Tag Team Championships, uh, this match was crazy, all right? So just looking at the guys that were in this match, you already knew it. So you had Taurus teaming up with brian cage and like i mentioned at the top of the stream we need to definitely see them team up a whole lot more because after tonight i'm gonna want more you can't tease me and not give me any more um so taurus and brian cage versus the lucha brothers which we already know are crazy good versus elijo del vikingo who is going to be a top star guys mark my words this guy is gonna be getting bookings left and right okay this guy is crazy good and does stuff that I've never even seen before in my life. Okay, um, him teaming up with Laredo Kid as well. So you got Laredo Kid, you got an Evil Devon Kingo, you got the Lucha Brothers, you got Brian Cage, you got Taurus. I mean, it is nuts. So, this match starts off. We got a bunch of spots. We got, uh, I'm going to kind of highlight some of the best moments during this, okay? There's a moment where Elijo de Vikingo literally carries Black Taurus, okay? He literally lifts him up. And I'm emphasizing this because you guys have all seen Taurus. You've seen Elijo de Vikingo. And these two guys are Black Taurus is a big guy, okay? Elijo de Vikingo is a pretty small guy, okay? And he literally lifts him up. So this was very, very impressive. We see Vikingo do a reverse 450 to the outside. He does this reverse 450 like it's the easiest thing in the world. Then we see Laredo Kid and Vikingo both do 450s. We we first see Laredo Kid do one. Then we see Vikingo do one. So it's literally nonstop. Then afterwards, we see uh, both uh, Cage and Thaurus uh, suplexing both Vikingo and Laredo kids. So that was a pretty fun moment here. We see a springboard swanton from Phoenix to Taurus. And also, shout out to Black Thaurus for always catching everybody. If you're going to go ahead and do a depth-defying move off the top rope at any point in your life, Make sure that Black Daudus is the one catching you. Uh, after this, we saw Brian Cage deadlift superplex on, do a deadlift superplex on Laredo Kid, which was phenomenal too. We see Vikingo do a shooting star press off of the guardrail, a really awesome spot too. Vikingo then does a 630. Uh, Black Taurus then stands up on the top rope and does a gorilla press slam on Vikingo. Uh, For the win, we see the Lucha Brothers hit the um, Factor Medio um, Medio Miedo on uh, Vikingo and they essentially retain their title. So again, I kind of just ran through a couple of the spots there. Go out of your way to watch this match. If you can, at some point, this is the match to see, guys. And then... This is where we're moving on to things that kind of get the social media world buzzing. And by that, I mean, we have Andrade essentially telling Conan backstage that he does not want him in his corner tonight. He says that he has somebody else. He's replaced them with somebody else who is more important than Conan is. And immediately you're like, who the hell can it be? So my prediction here was, I thought we were going to see Alberto Del Patron, which I didn't really want to see him, but I figured that that would be a prediction. And then uh, Rush, I thought he would be the for sure option. And then I had a couple people suggesting Ric Flair. And I was like, nah, I don't think it'll happen. So eggs on my face. But then the funny part during this, though, is that the second Andrade tells Conan, like, I'm no longer wanting you on my corner. Conan goes and knocks on the door of Kenny Omega and essentially tells him that he has a business proposal for him. And you know what they say, guys, when one door closes, you open another one or one door closes, another one opens. There you go. That's the quote. Um, that was literally the epitome of that quote ever. You saw Conan do that. And later on in the match, we'll, we'll get to that because we have one more match ahead of that. But we do end up seeing uh, Conan coming out with Kenny Omega. But we'll get to that in a second. We got a super chat from Jason Sadhasta who says, first time AAA viewer tonight, and I loved it. Do they have a regular show or just pay-per-view type events on occasion? So they do have their shows. And I usually watch on YouTube or an Amazon Prime because I have that on there too. So I would get you like more. I want to po- put. I'm gonna post more information about that on Twitter and like where you can watch because I want to make sure I get my facts right before I put them out there. So I'm gonna post that information on Twitter. Um. So thank you so much to Jason for sending in this super chat here. All right, guys. Here we go. So let's do this. Um. What are uh, we? All right. Here we go. Trios. Trios match. We had um. Team Triple A which was Pagano, Chessman, and Murder Clown, versus La Empresa, which was Puma King, uh, Sam Adonis, and uh, DMT Azul. So let me give you guys like a quick uh, background here on what's going on and like why this match even came about. So La Empresa is essentially doing an invasion angle. They're essentially doing a CMLL invasion angle, which is why they're calling themselves La Empresa. They're calling themselves La Empresa because for years, CMLL was called La Empresa. So they're doing an invasion angle, which is why you're seeing uh, Team AAA versus La Empresa. So that's just a quick background story. Also, uh, at last year's, um, at last year, excuse me, last year, Pagano and Chessman had a a hair versus hair match in which Chessman lost, so even though they had that whole situation going, Pagano and Chessman decided to essentially put their differences aside to, you know, help defend the honor of AAA. So that's really quickly uh, the background on this match. But we got a super chat from uh, Drizzy Drew who says, Omega Booking looking real shaky trying to think. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But I, I feel like everybody kind of feels this exact same way. So I don't really blame you on this one here. All right, so um all right where am i with this all right here we go the match itself guys the match itself was okay like i didn't think it was like the greatest match or anything it wasn't as good as the one before so i'll say that much here but some cool moments during this match is we saw puma king do a springboard swanton on pagano and this match actually now that i think about it it was a very sloppy match okay i will say that it was a sloppy match but i think given the guys that were in this match It's kind of like the best match that you're going to get out of them. And Pagano is known for doing like crazy things and for practically killing himself like in every match that he does. Uh, This was a more tamed Pagano match, even though there was one little moment where I kind of like cringe for a second with the way Pagano landed. But for the most part, it was a tamed Pagano match. So kind of know that ahead. Um, We see, you know, a lot of usage of weapons here. We see Pagano staple DMT Azul's chest with a stapler. We see Puma... Puma King head, um, murder clown with a uh, with a flag. We see Murder Clown do a top rope flip dive. It was a very slow one, but it was still impressive given his size. DMT Azul also does, uh, he tosses Pagano right into a ladder, which kind of looked nasty, but that happened. And then in the end, you see La Empresa winning this match. Puma King ended up pinning Chessman. So again, sloppy match, but it was entertaining though. So if it's going to be sloppy, at least it was not boring. So I'm okay with, that uh i wouldn't say it was like terrible by any means whatsoever um all righty guys here we go let's see what else we got um all right i'm gonna move on because this is it guys we got two more matches to talk about and this is the one that obviously a lot of people tuned in for especially people that don't normally watch this is a match that got their attention so here we go kenny omega versus Andrade El Idolo for the A Mega Championship. So, a lot of people going into this match thought that Kenny Omega was going to lose because he lost the Impact title. People are still, you know, trying to figure out what the story is, what's going on here with Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega at All Out. That's a whole thing within itself. Um, so, first and foremost... This was Andrade's AAA debut. Uh, he has never wrestled for the company before. So this was a big moment there, okay? A, a lot of big moments, a lot of things that contributed to, the, to, to this match. Phenomenal entrance. Really good stuff, guys. Look and fe- looked and felt like a star here, okay? And then, again, as he had said, he had said that he was going to have somebody with him. I'm thinking again, Andra. I'm thinking Alberto or I'm thinking Rush. But then we get a different variation of Ric Flair's song, and it is none other than the nature boy, Ric freaking Flair, guys. Ric Flair in triple A, August 14th, 2021. I'm sorry, what? I don't think anybody, anybody, was expecting this before and before Andrade made the tease. Okay. Before Andrade made the tease, I don't think people were really expecting to see Ric Flair here tonight at Triple Triple Mania. Okay. Uh definitely a big moment. I was shocked, guys, but oh my God. I was so excited. I was like, hell yeah. And here's the thing. I know that a lot of people are already expecting Ric Flair to go to AEW and I was expecting it too. Okay. I really was. I was expecting it, but I don't think it was until today that I saw him with Andrade and how it felt when they came out together where I was like, yes, this is what I want. Now. I really want Ric Flair over at AEW managing Andrade. Like, I'm sorry. As much as I like Chavo, it's not I, I want to see Ric Flair, so I'm sorry. As much as I like Chavo, bye, Chavo. Um, <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and that's, like, the nicest way possible, okay? Uh, they need to have Ric Flair with Andrade. That's it. Again, you teased me here tonight with this. I got to have it now. Um, So that's where I want to get at. Guys, what did you think of Ric Flair in AAA? Were you completely shocked? How did you feel about this? We got a lot... <laughs> <laughs> okay i gotta read this comment holy moly carlos mendes i know this is not a super chat but i gotta read it because he said space mountain opened up in el df oh, wow. uh <laughs> jesus you know for a fact rick flair is gonna have a good time in mexico all right he's gonna have a hell of a party here uh but we got a lot of people basically saying that they thought it was awesome to see rick flair uh in triple a um It really was a really great moment. Everybody here is happy. Uh, Mario points out Andrade had the dirtiest player in the game in his corner. And uh, we'll talk about the ending. We'll get there in a second. Uh, We'll get there. But good stuff overall. All right. So (laughs) we haven't even started with the match itself, guys. I have a whole page of notes here. So I'm just going to kind of highlight the main moments here. So first and foremost, Andrade had his working shoes, guys. I know there was a lot of people, you know, that so far, based on what we've seen on, of Andrade in AEW, it really hasn't been that great, okay? Uh, the match that he had with uh, Matt Sydal wasn't that great either. So it necessarily hasn't been anything to, you know, be over the moon about, okay? Let's be real. It hasn't been fantastic, okay? And so I think a lot of people were wondering, like, man, does he still have it? If anything, if I got anything from this match it is that a that a piece not a piece a big chunk of La Sombra still lives in Andrade obviously if you've seen you know La Sombra you still know that there's a whole lot more to be unlocked there but we definitely saw a big glimpse of that uh former man that we used to see Andrade as we definitely saw that here tonight but this match kicks off with Kenny essentially slapping Andrade. Kind of a douchey move, douchey move, but all right. Um, we see Andrade bumping like crazy. I don't remember the last time I saw him bump the way that he was bumping here tonight. I thought it was phenomenal. We see Andrade do a torneo uh To Kenny on the outside. We see Andrade do a moonsault. Then a backflip onto Kenny. We see Kenny hit a double underhook pile driver. He goes for the pin but ends up getting a two count. They both start slapping one another. They're on their knees just slapping the hell out of each other. Oh, I love this moment. I I always mark out for stuff like that. Uh, we see Kenny hit him with the V trigger, goes again for the pin, but gets another two count. Um, we also see that the referee is always doing a fast count for Kenny. And again, he was doing this because he is a heel referee. Uh, Kenny's a heel, so et cetera. Uh, you're going to get that. Then we get Conan distracting the referee. During this distraction, Kenny shoves Andrade uh, directly onto the referee. So the referee essentially gets uh, knocked out to the side. Then we see Kenny try to hit Andrade with the bout, but Ric Flair gets into the ring and stops him. And then we both see... Ric Flair and Andrade, they start to both chop Kenny Omega. And they're going back and forth getting their chops into Kenny Omega. Oh, you know Kenny was probably marking out for that. Uh, so, the really awesome moment there. Um, then Conan runs in. Because, as you know, he's on Kenny Omega's side. Conan runs in. Ric Flair gives him a chop. Uh, he falls to the ground. And then Ric Flair gets a figure-four leg lock. On Conan, and at the exact same time, you see Andrade get the figure four leg lock on Kenny Omega. So, a really fun visual and a really fun moment, a creative way to incorporate both Conan and Ric Flair into this match. So, I thought that was great. Then we see Kenny hit Andrade with the bout and does the one winged angel. For the win and the referee does a fast count and that is essentially how we see kenny omega retain the triple a mega championship here and the finish i will say definitely protected andrade and i do think that there is going to be a rematch at some point and again la sombra lives in andrade so that is definitely good to know but with that being said again i was surprised part of me was a little bit disappointed i was honestly a little disappointed not with the match but with the fact that andrade didn't win i wanted andrade to win especially with like how he came in how he felt like a star you know coming in with rick flair and having such a fun moment you know throughout the, having several fun moments throughout this match i wanted andrade to win i i I really thought he was going to win, to be honest. I don't know if I worked myself thinking that, okay, because this happened, you know, at Rampage, that this is going to happen here. But I didn't expect Kenny Omega to retain the championship. But with that being said, I do hope we get to see a rematch. But in terms of what does this mean moving forward, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? Send in your super chats. Send in your thoughts here. Oh, we got a super chat from um from Abusa Fluss. I don't think I'm saying your name wrong. I'm so sorry. Uh but he says, um, Andrade to Excel? Oh, I don't I don't I don't know I don't know what that means. Oh man. All right. Thank you for the super chat. We got another super chat from uh Jack Murphy who says, I love the show tonight. I thought Tirantes had a great night protecting uh Fabi and Andrade and uh NGD coming was awesome. Triple A needed to hit a homer. They needed to hit a home run, and I think they definitely did. I feel like if I feel like if, you know, based on everything that happened tonight, I do think that there will be people that returns, especially when they promote you know, certain matches that may attract certain viewers. So yeah, I do definitely think that Um, it was a good win thank you so much to Jack Murphy for sending in this super chat here Um, let's see what else we got here guys I'm going to read some non super chat comments do not snitch on me to Sean because I don't know if he will like that but uh, I'll read a couple Uh, but if you guys want to get your comment for sure right on the air send in a super chat here and uh, somebody says that they thought the build up was beautiful a lot of people also thinking that Andrade was going to win I definitely agree with that as well Um, El Junior 88 says Andrade was getting babyface cheers this loss and the match quality got him over with the crowd exactly he definitely got over with the crowd and I think that a lot of us finally got to see that star that you know people were saying was there but we weren't necessarily seen especially now with AEW like I wouldn't like even though his entrances have been phenomenal we still haven't seen I think the star that he could be And today, today we did. Today we got a really nice preview of that. And we got people saying that they also believe that a rematch is happening as well. So I definitely agree with that too. And uh, we got a super chat from uh, Jorge Sandoval who says, where's Sean at? Sean's taking the day off because he does not work as hard as me. Uh, He's taking the day off. He's having a fabulous Saturday doing God knows what. Uh, Thank you so much to Jorge Sandoval for sending in uh, this super chat here um all right guys send in your comments i'm gonna see a couple more um see what you guys are saying uh drizzy drew says so how is kenny going to lose the bouts moving forward Uh, there's still definitely ways guys there is definitely um still ways for that and for that to happen also jack murphy points out that he hopes we get to see kenny versus psycho clown and also versus elijo de vikingo Hell yeah. I tweeted that immediately. I definitely need to see Kenny versus Elijo de Vikingo. I will just go nuts. And then also versus Psycho Clown. Are you kidding me? That would be amazing. Um, there's a lot of potential, man. It, it's it's very exciting right now to be a wrestling fan. Um, obviously, we know that, you know, and we've, well, in regards to Impact, on the Impact side with Triple A, they've obviously had this relationship for a very long time, but exactly. And uh, A-Shock says, Sean does not work on Saturdays like Triple H. And let's see what else we got here. Uh, we got a super chat from Mike Proventure, too, who says, does Psycho Clown not have any friends? Question marks. With that being said, let's get into the main event, guys, because this was a really, really fun match. So... We had the main event of the night was a mask versus hair match. Obviously, Psycho Clown's mask, uh, which I have here, by the way. Uh, let me move right, right there. Nope, right there. There you go. Right there. Psycho Clown's. Okay. It's hard to point at it when the camera is in reverse. But anyways, uh, Psycho Clown uh, versus Rey Escorpión. Uh, Reyes Escorpión's hair was on the line. So really quickly, let's give you a quick backstory here on what is happening. So, Here's the thing. Rey Escorpión literally booked his own angle, guys. Legit. He started calling out Psycho Clown without the approval of Triple A. He legitimately booked his own angle. I'm sorry, but I got to respect that. He went out and he did it. He got this match good for him. Also, there is, you know, a little bit of story here because uh I think like almost a decade ago, uh, Ray, and they even mentioned this on commentary and a lot of the storytelling and all of this, but Ray Escorpion took the hair of Psycho Clown's dad, Super Porky, uh, in a hair versus hair match almost a decade ago or a decade ago in CMLL. So they kind of have that history there where it's kind of like he took his dad's hair his dad just passed away. So it's almost like you want to get that revenge, but you also, you, you want to get that revenge and you also want to honor your father. Um, so with that being said, that's kind of like the backstory here for this match. And so Ray Scorpion wants the mask of cycle clown because he also got, you know, his dad's hair. So now he also wants his mask, a uh, cycle clown's mask, excuse me. So, Psycho clown comes out and you know he has his uh, his his ring attire and his mask is a tribute to his father again super porky uh, who recently passed away and he also comes out with his sister and uh, psycho clowns two sons so. This match started off with Rey Escorpión essentially attacking him using the picture that he was. Uh, so they were holding up a uh, picture of Super Porky, like a painting, and they ended up using, Rey Escorpión ended up using that to essentially smash it in Psycho Clown's face. So it was a really good heel move to get this match going. And it kind of started off, I would say, a little bit slow, but they were working their way in. And then they started bringing out several weapons. This match, uh, no rest holds whatsoever. This is definitely a blood feud. So you're going to have, you know, nothing but violence. By the end of this match, both men were bleeding. Um, They both brought out weapons. We saw tables. We saw the usage of beer bottles. We saw saw Rey Escorpión hit psycho clown with a beer bottle in the head and then he starts he takes a piece of it and he starts carving it right into psycho clown's forehead so that was nasty um we have a dive from psycho clown to Rey escorpion that was supposed to land on a table that was set up on the outside but they missed it so that was an unfortunate spot because it would have it would have been awesome had they uh, actually hit it But other than that, we see Psycho Clown smash a beer bottle over Rey Escorpión's head. And then he also then uses a piece of that bottle and literally carves it into his head as well. Again, by this point in this match, both men are bleeding. We see a Spanish fly from Psycho Clown. We then see see, uh, Black Taurus and El Samoa oh my god El, El Samoano I'm trying to say that in Spanish it's kind of hard anyways but uh, they come out they attack Psycho Clown but then he ends up taking them out and then in a turn of events ladies and gentlemen in a turn of events that I was not expecting we saw Psycho Clown's sister who he had came out with earlier in this match to honor their father she Goya Goya Kong she essentially turns heel and she hits him in the balls uh, so that was very shocking uh, but it just added to all of the drama so I loved it because I'm here for the drama but then this did not cause Psycho Clown the match instead Psycho Clown was able to win with a sunset flip roll up and so Escorpión ended up losing his hair uh, he had his daughter essentially cut his hair for him she only did a little bit because she started crying uh, so it was kind of a very nice moment there in terms of having psycho clown win and i kind of also thought it was kind of a nice moment with like him bringing in his daughter to do it but then the daughter started crying because she was sad that her dad lost the match so maybe not nice moment but um it was it was nice to see how much she cared about her dad is what i'm trying to get at but that was the show uh what did you guys think of the main event itself uh, go ahead and send in your thoughts we got a super chat from el rey velez who says do you think omega and cage will be both um do you think Kenny Omega and Christian cage will be for both impact and AEW world titles at all out? I feel like they should do that, but I don't think so. I think it's definitely just going to be for the AEW championship, especially that's what's been announced. Um, but I See, I feel like they already took the title off of Kenny. So then why would you essentially put it back in right away? I I would just prefer for it to be for the AEW world title. But again, I just think this whole like unexpected way in which they've done this has kind of led people to kind of be like, what the heck is going on here, you know? Uh, thank you so much, um, El Ray Vélez, for sending in this super chat, though. We got another one from Ossie Kingpin who says, do you think Ric Flair will be on Dynamite this next week? I think he should be. I think he should be. It would be hella exciting. We just saw him at Triple H. Why the hell not? Let's do it. Um, so I would hope so. Uh, but thank you so much to Ossie Kingpin for sending in this super chat. I really, really appreciate it. Um, let's see what else we got here. And go ahead and send in your thoughts, guys. I'm going to scroll through a couple more. Again, if you want to make sure your thoughts get read on here, uh, we're almost about to wrap up the show. Send it in a super chat. If not, I will try to get a couple of the non-super chat comments. Do not tell Sean. Uh, we got a super chat from Christopher Marino who says, What a night of wrestling. Triple Mania was awesome. And New Japan Resurgence going on in downtown LA as well. I have not checked to see what has happened at all on the show. So I have like no idea what happened on New Japan uh, Resurgence. So I will have to read the spoilers later on. But um, yeah, it was definitely a fun night uh, with Triple Mania. A really, really fun night. I don't think anybody who watched the show was disappointed. I will say that. And anything else, guys? All right. I think I got mostly everybody's comment. I'm going to try to scroll up a little bit and see if I missed. Um, I th- uh, let's see if I missed anybody else's comments here. We got one from a uh, space gambler junior who says that was a brutal with the bottle. I agree. That was brutal, but I really liked how they did this and uh, let's see what else we got here. <laughs> All right. I'm going to scroll through a couple more comments and see if I get as many as I possibly can. Uh We got a comment from Matt who says, really fun show. Love the last two two matches, even with all the camera cuts. Uh, Yeah, I don't think that uh, maybe I'm used to camera cuts, but they didn't bother me whatsoever. They really, really did it. It wasn't anything that took away from the show for me at all. Really, really not at all. Carlos Mendes says, oh, I was about to read this comment. Carlos says, I didn't expect this many people on here. It's great to see many people enjoy Triple I think a lot of people were curious, too, about just like, you know, Ric Flair, obviously showing up at AAA. That's definitely newsworthy. All right, guys, I'm going to read the final super chats, and then we're going to wrap this show up. Uh, we got a super chat from Dr. Sophia Bonilla, DWO EVP, who says Ric Flair versus Psycho Clown. Book it, cowards. <laughs> Uh, another super chat from Preventure too who says uh, Maki Ito won the Tokyo Princess Cup tonight too. I didn't even see that. I haven't even seen that guys. I'm behind. There's so much stuff going on. Um, alrighty, guys, there you go. I pretty much got everything that uh, that we did here. We got it all guys I- we got one more super chat right. This is the last super chat that I'm reading. This one is from Breaking Sydney who says great work Denise very passionate review. I appreciate it. Thank you so much guys. Um very much appreciated. As you guys know, uh, I cover a lot of stuff, so I don't like to box myself in. I love to watch all wrestling, guys. I try to watch as much as I possibly can, as you guys already know that. Um, but seriously, guys, thank you so much. Do not forget to subscribe to Fightful Wrestling. Uh, we have surpassed that 50,000 subscriber mark, and it's only, you know, higher and higher from, from here. So make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Please give this video a thumbs up. Please tweet Sean, tweet Fightful. Let them know that you guys enjoyed my review today so that i can come on here and do more solo shows and make sure to follow me on twitter and or on instagram at underscore denise salcedo which is the handle that you see right here other than that i will see you guys back here on monday for sean and i's post raw review all everybody have a great weekend bye guys say
1: goodbye